What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little glasses of business, they're dead meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, your horror safe haven. I'm Chelsea. And I'm James. We're married and we like to get scared together. Yay! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you something, folks. Let me talk to you. Uh, <laughs> Dead Meat Podcast. Uh, when what do co- you want to talk about? <laughs> when it comes to doing an award show, it's real hard. It's real tough. And it was extra hard this year because we weren't just picking the winners ourselves. We had a panel. So with a panel of voters, that instated deadlines on us. And with those deadlines... I felt rushed uh, a little bit, but you know, it's still a great show. Still super excited for this dead meat award show to come out. But sometimes, you know, we're sitting there. I'm like, should I have done this for the nominees instead? Should I have done this? Because we chose the nominees. The panel voted on the winners, Yeah. but we chose who were nominated. And to be clear, I think all the nominees deserve to be nominated. Absolutely. And that's the thing is I think after the award show comes out, we're going to have a podcast episode where me, Chelsea, and hopefully Zoran and Chauncey all sit down and kind of talk through the the whole show, the nominees, all the thought processes that went into the votes and everything. Uh, but I, I think it'll be important to note that we will never say this person or nominee shouldn't have been nominated. We would never do no. that. That'd be so shitty. No, no, no. It wouldn't make sense to just keep adding uh, extra spots in every category because then we would just nominate every movie. Yeah, exactly. You know? it, the whole point is to have to narrow it down. I compare it to the stress that we felt picking nominees. For some reason this year was like really hard compared to other years. Well, last year what we did was because it was 2022 and so crazy, we expanded the slots to 10 for a few categories, oh, that's which made right. it a little easier, still hard, but it made it easier. This year we went back to six just to make sure that 2022 was like a definitively exceptional year. Yeah. We went back to six for this year, which made it very difficult. Yeah. I would compare it to if you've ever planned a wedding and have done seating charts. Because then there's people that you you really like, but then they don't. Okay, but they're kind of on the cusp of this other friend group that if we invite them, then we probably should also invite all these other. Do you know? Yeah. It's, It's the same kind of weird stress all that being said that is a lead up to talk about this movie unwelcome yes because i love this movie it did not get nominated for anything and that feels so wrong to me yeah it it hurts yeah that this movie will not get a spotlight shown on it at the award show but at the same time again i'm not sure what i would have swapped out is the thing it's tough it was truly a cusp for so much this and Totally Killer. Yes, this are the and two totally that hurt killer. me that they didn't yeah, get any nominations because sure. they both fucking rule. Yeah, I love them. Uh, so as a somewhat compromise to to show our love for Unwelcome, we're doing a podcast episode. Yeah, right? we're giving it a whole podcast episode because we both really really like this movie, and it's like Unwelcome is like our uh, really cool friend from back home that we just maybe haven't talked to in a few years and yeah. would it be random to invite them to the wedding but it would be but all you know but we still we like them mm-hmm. we've got this like special spot in our heart and it, it you know part of that is it did come out so early in the year sure. and that's always tough to be like 
I like that movie. Was that because we can't, we don't have the time to rewatch everything. Because we have to catch up on all this. The <laughs> stuff that we, we missed. Yeah. It. So it was like, I, I really like that, but probably maybe these other ones. And then we rewatched it and it was like, oh, but this movie fucking rules. It does, so yeah. I'm, I'm glad we're doing the podcast episode. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. And, um, and in a, in a slightly different tract of thought it would have gotten nominations and so you should check it out for yourself especially if you like fantasy it's it's a rare fantasy horror film which isn't a common thing if you like me are a fan of the kind of is this a trope where someone who's uh I'm thinking American Werewolf in London, but who's either American or like very English (laughs) shows up to a rural kind of pub and in this case it's it's an Irish pub (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they walk in and you can tell it's just all these townies that know each other and they do not trust you when you walk in the door I love that shit like Wicker Man kind of has that going on too yeah yeah so yeah it's it's folksy uh folklore involved for sure um some magical elements it also has very human evils and uh, it, it might be a little bit difficult, especially the very beginning, um, if you are about to have a child or something, uh, if you are pregnant or very, you know, a, a recent parent, perhaps. The opening scene is the most upsetting, this movie. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just feels the most grounded in terms of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, slight warning for that, but... Uh, yeah, I, I really... There's no, like, sexual violence, if no, that's what you're worried not. about. There's, like, an implied threat of it, but it, we're not... Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. not happening in Yeah, this. although it is funny, because the director compared this uh, to... Straw Dogs. Uh, Gremlins meets Straw Dogs. <laughs> Which is not a combination <laughs> you would think you'd want. Those are really different movies. But it's shockingly <laughs> accurate. It is not that's, wrong. That's it's pretty much spot on description of this movie. Uh, <laughs> other than that, um, I mean, I liked the acting. Uh, there were spots of humor. The effects are real good. Real good effects. The effects are really, really good. Uh, I, I know that some people thought it was a little slow paced, which maybe, but like, I think it earns the ending. I think it's it's worth it to get to the ending sequence where it's uh, chaotic and bloody, pretty bloody. Mm-hmm. There's some good gore in this. Good gore in the end. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's about this newly married couple who with a very pregnant wife who inherit a, their, their English and they move from London to uh, a house they inherit in rural Ireland mm-hmm. and then face uh, a variety of problems there. I'm mm-hmm. uh, not sure what else we could say in the spoiler-free section. Yeah, I didn't mind the pacing so much. Uh, I Something that um, I tend to... Like with creature films specifically, if there's like... Or like a monster movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything where, there, where the villain the main antagonist is not uh, a person like another person for some reason i i will often get kind of bored i find that sometimes creature movies will spin their wheels a little bit mm-hmm. and it starts to i don't know sometimes they lose my interest but this does an interesting thing with the balance of what's going on here yeah uh the the lead antagonist human antagonist is Colm Meany 
who is an Irish actor who I know from Layer Cake. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. He's he's a Star, Star Trek, Trek guy. Deep Holy Space shit. Nine. Oh, hell he's yeah. He's all over Star Trek. I can't even Miles imagine O'Brien. that. Is Miles O'Brien a nice man? Very nice man. Oh, That's my family, God. Family man. Oh, my God. Since I only know him from Layer Cake yeah. and this, he's say, just a very thug. good guy. Yeah. I can't imagine that man in space. That's so weird <laughs> yeah, to that's me. that's so funny. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he guest starred on The Simpsons. Hmm, I wonder what like that's in his the top of his wikipedia entry so i'm wondering where that is yeah uh the did you did you know the the lead actor douglas booth i looked at everyone's wikis and did you see how pretty he was oh yeah he's he's yeah because in here he's i'm not gonna say he's schlubby no but he just kind of looks like a guy he just looks like a guy he played Boy George in a BBC Two film. Sure, okay. Uh, and was in Romeo and Juliet. And I don't know. He was in Jupiter Ascending. Mm-hmm. He's just a very. I was. Sh- I was like, that's yeah. He's that's got that guy. Anime boy qualities. I think For real. He's, I think he definitely is. Like he's still a very attractive dude, but he doesn't look like a cartoon drawing anymore. Yeah, of like a Disney prince. Because now he's like thirty. Yeah. In in this movie. But like I, when he was like twenty, oh my god, he's just like yeah, little anime boy. Yeah, I was like, that's Jamie. Yeah, I could. I know I couldn't believe it either. Who's like this kind of sad, emasculated character? There's a lot of like themes of masculinity in here. So to just see that, I was like, what? I think I wonder if it's just because he's got a beard and <laughs> yeah, and his beard goes down way too low it's in this a, movie. Yeah. It's going down to his well, Adam's stressed. apple. These guys, he's dealing with shit. He's dealing with a lot of that, shit. I think that's also also part of it is the characters dealing with some shit. And yeah. I think he looks you can you can tell he's maybe a little unkempt and not sleeping. Very well. uh flustered throughout the whole thing. Just a flustered poor man. Poor man, poor Jamie. We'll get into that. Yeah. And then the lead uh his wife, the lead actress is Hannah John Kamen. Kamen. Mm-hmm. Uh she was in Ready Player One and Ant Man and the Wasp. She was in Ready Player One. Avastar slash ghost in Ant Man and the Wasp. Do you recall this character, Gressel? No. I don't recall. Um no. Oh, she was Jill Valentine and oh, Welcome the to the The Ghost City. was like the villain in this in Ant Man and the Wasp. The oh, second, for real? Yeah, and this that's the second one. Yeah, that's the second one. Yeah, yeah. This chick, not a flattering picture. She's a beautiful woman, but her Wikipedia picture is like very poor lighting. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say she's gorgeous i i I have in my notes somewhere that she has a perfect side profile yeah (laughs) i I was envying quite a bit she's the daughter of a norwegian fashion model mother and a nigerian forensic psychologist father (laughs) come on (laughs) can't lose with that hand uh (laughs) (laughs) all right i guess uh we'll get into the spoilers section now for unwelcome yes yeah Okay. There's a bunch of fucking little guys there's running around. <laughs> we love it. There's little guys. Folks, there's little guys. I saw this movie uh, before Chelsea, and I was like, Chelsea's going to love these little guys. I love, <laughs> love the little guys in this. They're so cute. What, they're red caps? They're red caps. Which the, I wasn't the, familiar with. The far darig. Yeah. I, I'm sorry to all of our Irish listeners. Oh, I know. Dude, big apologies sorry, in advance sorry. for how we pronounce everything in this house. Russell, you have to know these characters. Are they, are they these creatures? Are I'm they D- familiar. Are they in D&D? They have to be. There's like, yeah, like versions. They, like yeah. the internet differentiates between red caps and the far darig, but this movie uses them kind of interchangeably. interchangeably yeah. So I'm sure that that's fine to use them interchangeably. Well, I what mean, are they you, closest to? Gnomes? Leprechauns. Really? Yeah. They look like little... 
I think that they are basically, from my understanding, they're basically leprechauns, but uh, even more of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they're little asshole guys. Yeah. They definitely would be small world creatures. Yes. And I'm trying to think of like which ones. Uh, what are some of the the base or early expansion? Uh, it starts with like a K Maybe. Kobolds? Yeah. Are they like kobolds, kobolds kind I, of? I think if you go on the Wikipedia article for Red Caps, it'll be like C also. I do think kobolds. Okay. And interestingly, another C also is the Na Rouge, the uh, Detroit cryptid, the, the Detroit uh, Red Devil. Oh. Ooh, there is a parade every year in Detroit to scare the Na Rouge out of the city. Oh, and that's if like you a listen guy? to D and D and D. I stupidly did not realize that Gressel was hinting at some Na Rouge uh, tomfoolery yeah, coming but up. I made ours tall and hot. Yeah, ours is, <laughs> ours is extremely fuckable. Don't worry about it. Wait, was this in the latest one that we just recorded? Yeah, yeah. I was half asleep. I'm so sorry. I'm so I was so fucking tired during that session, and no, I apologize. You, well, you did good. You're still funny. I did okay. <laughs> I, I felt really strong the the first session of this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. You crushed that. And one. then this one, I was like, everyone else is gonna have to carry, and I'll chime in with my bits. But I was falling asleep, and I'm so sorry. I'll get back to it. <laughs> Interestingly, so okay, and I'm just reading straight from Wikipedia here, but the red cap, uh, it's a malevolent, murderous goblin. Mm. It's goblin-esque, yeah. Yeah, and it's said to inhabit ruined castles along the, this says the Anglo-Scottish border, so I do think there's the like Fardarg. different mythology of red caps or adjacent creatures in different areas of okay. that part of the world. Uh, but anyway, you do see one uh, kind of clambering around in, in a the, castle. the castle. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's like a uh, abandoned castle, so that that checks out. Here's the thing, I folklore like this, where it's folklore that's been around for a long fucking time. Like if if we're if folklore is like pre-Christian, that shit actually kind of freaks me out. <laughs> like if I'm over in this in in Ireland or wherever. I'm not just going to go wandering around in the woods. Like I see a circle of mushrooms or something. Fuck <laughs> yeah. that. I just, I just, you know, it's like, I don't believe in it. But at the same time, when something is that old, it's almost like we make it exist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's scary. Like fairies are terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to fuck with fairy, the fae <laughs> folk. Uh, man, there was that, that collection of short stories that I was reading. Uh, that was a wedding gift to us actually from, uh, college friend Ben was it had this story in it where a guy like was trying to appraise a house but he took a shortcut through the woods and then it was like wait it gets all oriented and there's like a little mischievous critter and it, it like freaked me out yeah it dude really it's scary and what's scary is the the idea of the tiny little guy that <laughs> you can make deals with and it'll fuck you over and stuff that just seems like it's a universal thing yeah in folklore like Everywhere. We all, everywhere has a, a weird little guy, <laughs> at least one kind of weird little guy, or like a Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah, there's but always a Sasquatch or a Yeti. I feel like those Yeti. are two constants. If anyone else studies this kind of shit and can think of any other examples that are weirdly universal, please let me know, because that's so weird to me, and I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get the little guys for a while, though, in the movie. But no. It's not, it's not like... They're hinted at early though, so it's yeah, not yeah, a yeah. major. Well, because it's it's 
they're kind of introduced as a concept early. And you know as soon as we're talking about them, like, well, we're going to... That's how movies work. We're going to see some. Yeah. And you see them yeah, crawling along the castle in the first mm-hmm. act, I think. so. Mm-hmm. But the, the movie opens in London, very urban setting. That, that apartment complex they're in is insane. That thing looks like a mile long. Yeah. It's so big. From our brief time in London, I feel like this is kind of what South of the river looked oh, like. Oh, okay, yeah. Remember when we, we took... saw nothing like this no. in our area, like in Soho. I feel like when we, we took the train once and got off on a stop that was like south of the river and that looked more like this where it was mm-hmm. just kind of lots of apartments and stuff. Yeah, but it's uh, Jamie and Maya are a couple and she is taking a pregnancy test and they're very helpful and... Look at that. It's positive. They're super happy. Oh, man. The and music's dude, so nice. It's a horror movie, though. I know. So what kind of fucked up shit's about to but happen? But, like, this, it's, it's, it sets the tone so well between the music and their acting. It's not cheesy. It's, like, very emotional and heartfelt. Yeah, and they're, like, and they're, they're you can tell they're both, like, funny people. And Who, like, love each they other. They feel like they're friends, mm-hmm. which I always like in a horror movie, especially as a couple that feels like they're friends with each other besides yeah. having very typical uh couple interactions you know you get you get a bit more texture to their yeah they're they're great they definitely the movie doesn't work without them and they're and they're characters. beautiful that yeah 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 they're both beautiful so jamie's like cool i'm gonna go get us some sparkling wine to celebrate yeah. and he goes downstairs non-alcoholic non-alcoholic grape juice and he goes he leaves their apartment building and immediately there, there's like a there's like a, a corner store like right by the entrance to their that apartment would be building nice which is awesome except, except for there are these three a bunch of bad fucking boats hanging out from the store mate. yeah Ooh. some fucking some some real London hoodlums there. Yep. Uh, guy with a tear teardrop tattoo and everything. And Jamie immediately is like, oh, fuck. And he like even as he's entered, they're like harassing him, and they're like, Yo, we were fucking with you earlier, and uh-huh. and he's just like, oh, God. And he, he, he's like, I'm trying to get non-alcoholic. Yeah. So he gets it juice and for on, my wife. on his way. When he's leaving, they're like, Oh, champagne. What are you rich? And then like right before he gets in the gate, he's like. He decides. This to, is the moment you know he regret. Like this, he'll never he forget. Should have just moment. kept yeah. walking. Because right before he goes, around. he turns around. He's like, "No, it's not champagne. It's fucking prosecco. I have a pregnant girlfriend. Like, fuck off." And he leaves. And then the, the rest of it is told from uh, Maya's perspective. She's still in the bathroom, like getting ready She's to call taking her mom a and taking a second pregnancy test. test. And she to- hears Jamie come into the door, and then. Other people come in the door and Jamie start yelling and they have broken into the apartment. This is, I, I do like the way this is shot. Cause I, the overhead shot think, when she like leaves the, the bathroom and everything too. Yeah. And the fact that you don't see the other guys come in, it's just audio. And yeah. I think that that's so scary. But yes, this is a very um, upsetting scene it because is, yeah. she gets out there and like, he just told them that she's pregnant and they push her down and start kicking her in the stomach mm-hmm. and it's real fucked up. And these guys fucking suck they're like they they whip out knives and she did call the cops so mm-hmm. uh the cops they hear the sirens and get out of there but like jamie is is beaten down to the floor and yeah. is just laying there watching them assault yeah his they threaten her with, it's, wife. it's london so knives we're all we're in a knife fight yeah uh the the lead bloke <laughs> <laughs> is threatening her with a knife she grabs a, a knife as yeah. well i think and he and like, is 
he walks and it he's like, into yeah, his throat. Do it. He asks if she's a nicer, naughty yeah. girl, and she like doesn't. Yeah, nicer, nasty. Yeah, nicer, nasty. Yeah. And, and she, she won't, you know, because she is a uh, person with empathy, mm-hmm. uh, will not drive the knife up into his throat. Molly, yeah. chill. I know the cat's probably sitting right there, and you can smell her. But uh, so the sirens come, and they leave, and Jamie crawls over to her uh, after being helpless to help his his wife. And uh, it's it's a sad situation, but thankfully, like in my memory, it was a little worse, and I thought that she lost the baby and that they had to try again, but that's not the case. No, no. Uh, turns out she's okay. We cut to like I guess about nine months later because yeah, she's she's super pregnant. she's about ready to go. She's like basketball under the shirt. Yep. Uh, there is a shot later where she like is in her underwear and like it's a good looking prosthetic. It does, yeah, belly. it does look really. good. I thought that they they were going to avoid shots of her disrobed because i was like well you can't we fake sh- that belly yeah. but they, no they got a good prosthetic on there or something but mm-hmm. uh yeah so about nine months later his great aunt uh was mave, it? mave mm-hmm. which you said has some meaning right yeah it's just it's a i mean it's a cool irish name and i don't know if this is intentional i don't know how common the name mave is there it could just be like us naming a character i don't know Agnes and I don't know some common old lady name and it mm-hmm. means nothing but Maeve in in uh like Irish mythology she is a mythical queen like she's super important mm. in uh Irish myth and I does she have some association with fairies Gressel I can't remember I don't remember specifically she's <laughs> like she's the one who gets all it's the whole thing with the cow do you remember that like the Ulster cycles and shit where there's a war over a prize cow and God yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. College, baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, his great aunt Maeve died and left them her house in Ireland, like rural Ireland. So they're fucking pumped. They're like, we're getting out of London where the shit sucked. Yeah. And we were almost killed. Yeah. And we're going to go live in the, the very green, very yes. bright. The lighting in this I movie. I <laughs> love sincerely not ironically i sincerely love how fake this movie looks. it's such a choice it's so unsettling it's, it looks like a fairy tale it's, it's lit, so light like so bright i remember there being scenes in Hauzu where it's before they get to the titular the house mm-hmm. there's scenes it's been so long since we watched it but there's scenes where it's like this outdoor kind of like balcony of one of the girls houses and the lighting is this weird kind of like pinky orange and it looks so fake and awesome this kind of has a little bit of that going on and i'm super into it yeah even sometimes the sky looks artificial mm-hmm. it's just very i like it yeah, it has this artifice to it. This movie's got color. A lot of color, a lot of just bright, mm-hmm. bright colors. Mm-hmm. And I think it really fits the the fairy tale folklore themes mm-hmm. of the film. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they move into this house. It's a cool house. Got a... a fixer-upper. Quite a fixer-upper. It's got a big old hole in the roof. Just a hole over their their bed in their bedroom. Bitch, you lived like this. <laughs> yeah, Mave, what the come fuck, on, Mave? Mave? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, we find out later she was going through some shit. Because uh, they find out right away that first her husband died and then her, her child her died. Her child died, like yeah. A two year old. And so uh, the neighbor. Nave. Uh, is it Nev? It's the Neve. subtitles. Neve. Spell it Nev like Nev Campbell. Yeah. But they say. Neve, right? But uh, I, I believe the... They can't be Maeve and Nave. No, I, it might be Neve because it's spelled N-I-A-M-H. 
is both the actress's name and I believe the character's name as it should be spelled, Shudder subtitle spelled it like Nev Campbell. Right. But I think Neve? it's, it, but it it's wasn't Neve. So it was I, Neve? I believe. Okay. Okay. I refuse to believe it would be Maven. Maven, Neve. Yeah. Okay. So really Maven, Neve. Neve. Okay. Yeah. So Neve, another nice old lady. Very nice old lady. I like her a lot. I like her too. <laughs> yeah. She's showing them around and she's like, okay, so here's the house. Uh, one weird little thing back here. Uh, you yeah. See this? Come see this ancient looking little gate. Yep. That goes into uh, a the wilderness. Scary, like a fairy tale woods and not. The fun kind of fairy tale. We're talking like Grimm's fucking fairy tales where it's scary as hell. Mm -hmm. And Jamie's like, oh, yeah, I remember I wasn't allowed to go through there when I visited as a child. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, so weird thing, but um, uh, Maeve would always leave a little blood offering. Yeah, for the little, she calls it the little people. The little people, mm -hmm. fairies, red caps, uh, little, you know, some raw liver. And I, I just think Maeve, she wanted you to keep it up, but I'll, I'd be happy to come over and do yeah, it. Yeah, she offers to come over every day and leave like some grocery store liver out for the red caps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they say no, thank you. They don't want her uh, coming into their their yard every day and doing that. And it makes sense that they don't want people coming into their property. And this is explained later. Maya talks to her. Listen, thanks for offering, but like we were almost killed in a yeah, burglary. I can't just have people coming in and out of the yard. It it's gonna freak me out. So no thanks. Yeah. yeah. Which is also gonna be a problem later with the Waylands. Uh oh the Waylands. Oh the fucking Waylands. <laughs> fucking Waylands. But dude. so they're like, no, don't worry, uh, Neve. We'll 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 take care of it. And then she leaves and they're like, What the fuck? The weird ass thing. We're not gonna mm -hmm. do that. Um I don't know. You Man, you go to rural Ireland and this little, this bitty shows up and she's got the, the fucking like a uh, silk uh, headscarf <laughs> and I, you know, she's, she still wears pantyhose, you know, like she's that age of, of lady. Wait, what? That's. Yeah. Like old, older women wear pantyhose. Like they don't go bare legged. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, you believe everything she says. She knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a little montage of them setting up the house he promises her that he's never gonna let her be in danger again like he wants to protect her but at the same time uh you know when they're talking about like the septic tank and he's talking about doing some home repairs maya is like she says that he can't even change a light bulb without getting vertigo and there are a lot of moments throughout the movie of jamie being unable to fulfill tasks that traditionally the husband would do mm. and uh i mean it all stems back to that opening scene where he is like beaten on the ground and watching his wife be assaulted and is unable to do anything about it and this poor man is just so frustrated and sad the whole film mm -hmm. and it makes me uh really feel for him it's interesting that his wife doesn't seem to ever hold this against him she no. doesn't no. Mm -hmm. she, I think this is him torturing himself with this. Yeah, and, and understandably so. Yeah, like, He wants sure. to be able to protect her, and it's not a case where it's like, yeah, babe, I'm, I'll protect you no matter. Like, they were almost killed, and yeah. he wasn't able to do anything about it. That fucking sucks, man. Mm -hmm. Like, that is, you know, regardless of how you feel about, like, what masculinity is or can or should be, you see your wife getting beaten or your loved one being beaten and you're unable to help them, that's going to fuck with you. Well, it's also, too, because you think of 
right before that he finds out he's going to be a dad. And so I'm sure, you know, moments before this, he's already thinking of the implications of, okay, now I'm I'm going to be a father. That totally changes what my life's going to be. And he probably had this totally new sense of what my role is in this family. And then that happens. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, 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 I've been grappling with what the movie's trying to say about masculinity, basically, because Jamie never really gets a win in the movie, even in the final scenes where they're like, it comes to a violent confrontation with the Waylands who we'll meet in a a little bit. uh, He never gets to triumph over them. They like their, their safety and um, uh, uh, they're saved by outside forces that his wife goes and gets. He is never able to rise above the violent men who are attacking him. And uh, it makes me feel bad for him. But at the same time, then, like, the attack initially happened when he stopped ignoring the hooligans and, like, confronted them. And so I don't know what it's saying or if it's saying anything that, like, do these trying to assert yourself in that like uh, aggressive way just leads to more issues or leads to more problem problems. Cause like he keeps getting frustrated with the Waylands and every time he like takes it out on them, it it goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like he, he never is able to win a, a fight or an argument mm-hmm. and he just like takes it out feebly on his punching bag uh, at home. Like literal punching. Bag. Yeah. Yeah. He literally has a punching bag <laughs> yeah. and she's like, just go just go punch it out and he does. Yeah, it's I think the key like I mentioned earlier is how his wife reacts to all of this and their relationship and how she sees him and from what I mean my interpretation is that the whole movie she loves him. There's never any bitterness on her end or feeling like he's not upholding his end of being a husband. Even though, like you said, he never gets a, a like a win, mm-hmm. she still loves him by the end, and so yeah, uh, it does end up being a happy ending mm-hmm. for them. And he smiles and rejoices mm-hmm. with what happens with her, which is really nice. And because I think that's his win, yeah. And I think I think that smile is maybe the closure of his worry that he can't protect his family and that something will happen to them because I think he's realizing I'm not I'm not the only person that has to worry about protecting us and my partner is perfectly capable of we, we, we do this together, you know. It's also um he gets kind of a weird mirror version of him and these themes with Daddy Wayland. Yeah, with Daddy. We can discuss when we get to them. But right now, they're still in happier times. Fixing up the home, even if Jamie's not great at Putting it. Putting the washing machine in the kitchen. Yep, like very you all British. do over there. What is with that, guys? I mean, is that... Why are we doing that? I guess because... I think that's just... Is that just where the space is? Yeah. Houses generally are smaller than our... Um, much like Amer- our American McMansions. big old houses that we have are separate rooms for laundry sometimes. Yeah, I lucky. think I zoned out around this part because seeing their like kitchen, I just started thinking about beans. You started looking up the beans. <laughs> I just think it was like, breakfast. damn, I miss the beans on toast so bad. You can't, you can't get those beans That's here. That's what she learned, yeah. This is what I'm learning is <laughs> even if I wanted to make 
British style beans on toast. Can't do it. You can't yeah. do it because our canned beans are all like barbecue style, real like sweet. Yeah, sweet and tangy. <sighs> you can get imported British Heinz beans. Really? Yes. Like I... plain, not baked bean. <gasps> can you get enough to reenact Tommy? Oh God! <laughs> We're gonna need a Tommy amount of beans yes. over here. Yes, <laughs> we need to fill up a TV with beans. <laughs> They're looking for contractors to fix that hole in their house, yeah, and everyone's but, busy doing what? I'm sorry, this it's village a very small village is like ten people. Yeah, this village is like a a small video game sized cast of characters uh-huh. running around, and there's. <laughs> But all the contractors are busy, so he sees, while driving, Jamie sees, and is the one to pull over and do it, a just, like, side-of-the-road general contractor sign, Waylon and sons and daughter. Waylon and (laughs) sons and daughter, yes. (laughs) The daughter probably added later to the sign. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the first one we see is actually Kristen Nairn. Yeah, Hodor. Hodor is uh, one of the sons. And he's on our flag means step as well. Oh, that's right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And DJ. He is a DJ who mm-hmm. we saw perform at Comic-Con. I did not. See oh, that. that was just me at the I think oh, I was yeah. working. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. I saw him perform. Well, well, that's nice. Yeah. So they go to the pub, the village pub and they like mention, "Yeah, we're going to hire the Waylands and and the people there are like, like uh. drops glass." <laughs> oh yeah, and when they walk into the pub, like Chelsea mentioned in the intro, they all stare at them. everyone stops talking and stares at them, but it's a nice little fake out because actually Everyone there, and like, because you were unsure still, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, they're nice, friendly Irish people. I was being serious. Everyone in the town is really nice to them because, yeah. like, they stop, and then they're all like, hey, welcome. Oh, we know you're Aunt Maeve. Like, and they welcome them into the town. Yeah. Uh, but the Waylands are less inviting to them. They are unwelcome. Yeah, to they're the not at the pub when they first show up because I think they mention oh yeah we finally found some contractors we're gonna hire the Waylands and that's when everyone's like like, "Mm." and what does the one drunk guy say he says you know just make sure you don't uh, yeah they're nice enough just make sure you don't leave your missus with the boys leave your missus alone they'll be (laughs) (laughs) did you write it down I did yeah they'll be playing on our baps like kids on a bouncy castle (laughs) Maya's reaction is so funny. She's like, okay. Nope. We were not going to talk like that here. (laughs) And so Rory the drunk gets kicked out of the bar. Him and his dog, Molly. Yeah, he has a dog named Molly. A much larger Molly. It's so funny because we were (laughs) curious if she would respond at all to the characters yelling Molly over and over and over again. But we realized, because we tried this, she doesn't respond if you say her name with their accent. Molly. Molly. Oh, see? <laughs> That's science right there. Uh, she did not react when Rory drunkenly stumbles home and his dog runs away from him and he tries to follow Molly into the woods and then gets killed by red caps. Yep. But it's off screen. Uh, so the next morning, they wake up to the sound of people in their house and obviously they are freaked out. He grabs uh, some kind of weapon. I forget what it is. But then when they go downstairs, it's the Waylands. Yep. Here are the Waylands. They let themselves in. They're doing construction. <laughs> yeah. Question mark. Because later they like go to open a kitchen cupboard and it falls off the wall. Yeah. So not very good work there. Uh, but it's the the lead man is Mr. Waylon who insists you call him daddy. Yep. yep. He and gets angry about Every it. time she says Mr. Waylon, he says. Call me daddy. Like increasingly angry. Just 
called me daddy. Yeah. And it's fucking weird. Daddy's got three kids. Killian is the the rudest boy of the boys. Yes, he is a a certified rude boy. He's got the what do we call these styles of tank tops now? That- uh, I call them, I don't know, because wife beater I always thought was an awful name. It's I've terrible. never used yeah, it. Yeah, but that's that's what he's wearing. Yeah, and like a for deep- him it would probably be yeah, called yeah. a wife beater. And like, he would complain that you can't call him that. <laughs> for sure. And uh, he's got the Adidas track pants on. Oh, yeah, you want me to wear that? Oh, today. I did, yeah. Oh, I could have. I'm a little warm in this, but yeah. my undershirt's just a white <laughs> t-shirt. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the daughter is... Aisling? That's yeah, not how Ashley? You say it. Ashley? Ashling? Ashling? Sorry. We're I think so sorry. It's just Ashley. Is it just Ashley? When it's spelled so, Aisling? Yeah. It's spelled A I S L I N G. Yes. I think it's just Ashley. It's just Ashley? Y'all, that don't make sense. We're <laughs> speaking the same language, but that no. doesn't but make sense. It's different not the language. same language. Totally it's different, different language. What? Completely different language. Oh. Irish. Oh. Irish yeah. is a language? Yeah. I thought that they just spoke English no, no, no. with an accent. Beautiful yeah. language. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. The Irish would not be happy. I'm so English. sorry. The English, the English would be like, yes, that's right. They all speak English now. <laughs> You're oh, welcome. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, well, there but no, you go. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, <laughs> I still fail to grasp how Irish words are pronounced. Yeah. It's very uh, confusing. Anyway, Ashley is, uh, how would you describe Ashley? She's got like a top ponytail. Yeah. She's like vaguely hitting on Jamie, but in like a mean way. She stopped updating her fashion in like 2005. Yeah. Kind of is like, yeah. And she's, uh, Gressel knew the actress from Dairy Girls. Dairy Girls, which Um, I have not watched, but I hear is very good. Jamie Lee O'Donnell. She played Michelle. Very, she's great. Uh, Yeah. All the all the the whole cast of that show is great. All right, she's hilarious. Which is you you, you said before we started recording, she's not hilarious. In this. Well, I mean, they're funny in a mean way. Yeah, they're sure, sure, sure. They're they're she's kind of funny in a mean way in Dairy Girls too. Sure, <laughs> yeah, they're they're comic, but in a way that makes you uncomfortable. It, may, it makes you feel bad. Yeah, especially for poor Jamie and Maya. They've already been through it, and now they've got these fuckers in their house. They're large, large adult sons and daughters. And yes, youngest son Owen, I believe it's pronounced. Owen, yes. Uh, yeah. They say, even though it's spelled with e- a bunch of extra vowels. O I N. Yeah, Owen. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's Hodor. Yep. Uh, who who doesn't talk until like his last scene? Yeah, he's then he's talking of his. He's talking. I was like, oh, he can talk. Like I thought he, the character didn't talk. Yeah, but he's uh. He's, I think he just is terrified. He's very of shy. Him. He's terrified of daddy. Oh, daddy beats the shit out of him. He's yeah. all bruised and shit later. Yeah, uh, he's because he's like a half brother character. The 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 uh, Killian and Ashley are full siblings. Oh, I didn't catch that. I believe he is their half sibling. Oh. Who. Uh, whose mother died giving birth to him. Ah, uh, okay. And then later, uh, and then later, Daddy says, "Oh, Ashley and Killian just lost their mother," to excuse their behavior a little bit. Oh, because it wouldn't make sense if she died giving birth for him to say they just lost her mo- their mother. Unless he's lying. Ah, uh, I, I, well, I mean, where else would she be? I think that part's maybe true. Yeah. He could be lying though. They're all pieces of shit. Yes, they are. Uh, Killian literally shits in their house. And yeah, then, and, and not then, like it's not like he just just shits like you know. No, no, he's it's in the toilet. It's in the toilet, but it's one where it's like you might he might have needed to get like a like a poop stick to kind of 
you know, shove it a down. Plunger? <laughs> no, what, a boost? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, what? I Dif- you guys different a, utilities. You guys don't have a poop stick. Do we? Not not a dedicated poop stick. I'm thinking, no, I'm sorry. I think there was like a pretty uh, legendary Reddit post where someone, um, I'm thinking. I have to, oh, Look, no. I know I'm what sorry, waffle stomping but no, no, is. No, no, but, but now I'm thinking of it and now I'm going to just be laughing the rest of this episode. Jesus Christ. There was Tom. like a Reddit post where, this is years old, where someone was like, I grew up thinking it's normal to have like a dedicated poop stick in your bathroom no. that you use to like bring no. up. No. And then I went to someone's house and I used the toilet and I yelled to them like, hey, do you have a poop stick? <laughs> No. Oh, stop the show. <laughs> oh, no. It dedicated like it stayed there. Oh. Like in the you corner. You have to clean it off. I don't. That's. Yeah. What? No, 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 no. We're not poop stick detouring. We're not taking a detour for the poop stick, Han. Put that phone down. We have to keep talking about unwelcome. The poop stick is unwelcome. We don't want it here. The next pa- Oh, no, I'm sorry. Here's, it's worse. It's. Um, <laughs> It wasn't this, the okay. This was in the, the museum of Reddit subreddit, so you know it's good. This is like a a preserved oh, like broken arms fucking. Post. Yes, it's like it's in that category. It wasn't a poop stick. It was a poop knife. Worse. That's so much worse. It was growing up. No, because now you're not even poking it from afar. You're, you're getting so close to it. Slicing it like it's. It was a stick growing of up. This was a common enough no. occurrence that our family had a poop knife. It was an old rusty kitchen knife that hung on a oh. nail in the laundry room. Oh. Only to be used for that purpose. It was normal to walk through the hallway and have someone call out, Hey, can you get me the poop knife? I thought it was standard kit. You have your plunger, your toilet brush, and your poop knife. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, that first sleepover. <laughs> Edit. Why? A uh, common question. Why was this not in the bathroom instead of the laundry room? Answer. We only had one poop knife and the laundry room was central to all three bathrooms. <laughs> anyway, listen. I'm just saying Gilly could have gotten, he could have, you know, they they definitely would have yeah, a Waylon's poop knife. probably have a poop they knife. They probably have a shared, a communal poop knife. Yeah, that's true. And while he's taking a shit, sitting there with his pants down, they might even be off. He might be a pants off pooper Yeah, here. where he, he gets fully naked. But he's poop. like, he rummages around and finds a sex toy. <gasps> oh, and, and he then gives he it smells a it. Oh, he licks it. He oh. tongues it. He t- does he tongue yeah. it? I was too busy cringing no, to see. No, he tongues it. Ah. Oh, no. That's so gross. It's, uh, the, their toilet and like if you live over there this is not novel at all but oh, when the- we went there for our honeymoon this was very exciting the fucking chain you pull to flush the toilet that was that was honestly one of the highlights of our trip <laughs> <laughs> oh my god damn it okay hey want to talk to you about our sponsor this week rocket money 
I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? Maybe you're doing some home repairs like Jamie and Maya and you need to know where every single dollar is going. If you're like me before using Rocket Money, you have no idea how much money you're wasting on services you don't even realize you subscribe to. I'm really, really bad about this to the point where I hate checking my bank statements. It always makes me feel bad. Our sponsor this week is here to help you with that. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. Anytime I don't have to be on the phone with customer service is time I can spend dealing with my weird contractor and his large adult children. Rocket Money will even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year. With over $500 million in canceled subscriptions, stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash deadmeat. That's rocketmoney.com slash deadmeat, rocketmoney.com slash deadmeat. Our next sponsor this week is Henson Shaving. Hi and Jamie's house in this episode reminded me of how old houses used to have razor blade disposals built into the walls. If you've got a home built mid-century or earlier, you may have a secret compartment of used razor blades hiding in your bathroom. This weird but excellent invention went out of fashion after the invention of removable plastic heads and disposable plastic razors. But now we're all a lot more conscious about waste, particularly plastic. That's why you have to meet Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the International Space Station and Mars Rover, and now they're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. And they mean precision. By using aerospace-grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just 0.0013 inches, which is less than the thickness of a human hair. That means a secure and stable blade with a vibration-free shave. And it gets better, no more plastic waste with detachable heads that you have to toss in the garbage after a few uses. The Henson razor works with standard dual-edged blades to give you that old-school shave with the benefits of new-school tech. I've got sensitive skin, so I have to replace my razor blades pretty frequently or I get really irritated skin, and that gets super expensive fast. Once you own a Henson razor, it's only about 3 to $5 a year to replace the blades. They're designed to give your face a perfectly clean shave. I personally can't grow a luscious beard like Jamie, so I just use Henson razors on my legs. Really nice shave, especially around the sensitive skin on the knees and ankles. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash deadmeat to pick the razor for you and use code deadmeat and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash deadmeat and use code deadmeat. Uh, they're They're meeting with, uh, Jamie and Maya are meeting with a priest just to talk about, I don't know, priest shit. Uh, she admits she had an abortion before when she was younger. and But the priest is like, he's a cool priest. He's like, oh, I can't condone your actions but uh yeah the irish don't love abortion <laughs> they're, yeah they're not pleased about that but 
Uh, at least they're, they've stopped condemning women to die for them lately, a couple of years ago, putting them ahead of some places here. By the way, Ireland, your president is the cutest little <laughs> old man, and I love him. Oh, yeah. Chelsea got real excited about him. He is. I, how does it feel having a little cartoon character as your president? <laughs> it's amazing. They mention they're looking at the gravestone of Aunt Maeve and her husband and the baby whose body is not buried there. They were told by Neve that the baby had died of pneumonia. But the priest is like, no, the, the body was never found. Yes. Here's uh, do we do we want to get into what happened? with? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because. Here's my confusion is okay. if uh, Aunt Maeve offered the baby to the Red Caps as a trade to save her husband's life, right? Yes. That's what it was. That's what we find out happened. Then why did he or did he die like later in life? Like, oh, yeah. Um... You know, a good question. Yeah, that's where I was confused. And maybe um, someone who's also seen this is maybe we're missing something. I forget there dates on the gravestones. There it, are, but I didn't write them down. Yeah, and the gravestone's also, like, super... It's, like, covered in vines and oh, stuff. Sure. You purposely can't see the name of the baby because they're keeping the baby's identity kind of a secret, I think. You just see the last name. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I'm not sure what happened there because I figured the trade was to, to save her husband. It was, explicitly so. So then... But was he not saved and they took the baby anyway? yeah. That's, um, but I feel like that's, you know, the red caps are, you know, I you don't want to be messing with them, but they're going to keep up a trade like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it'll be it'll still be tricky, you know, like leprechaun or gin type stuff where mm -hmm. it's you got to be careful, but they're not going to straight up not give you what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're taking so that baby, but that, they'll they'll save the husband. Right. If it's in their power to do so, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Yeah, so I'm. That's the only thing I'm kind of confused on, and maybe someone else who's seen this can can clarify. I don't know. Yeah, I forget uh, what happened. Uh, so the Waylands are just getting increasingly like they're not doing their job. They're increasingly antagonistic. They clearly have an issue with Jamie and Maya being um, English and coming here and uh, taking an Irish home. Uh, they're like, oh, it's your home, is it? Like, you just get to come in here and take it, which mm -hmm. obviously has a lot of historical yeah, background Yeah, Gross and I it. were talking about this quite a bit yesterday because for some reason we were talking about the Troubles and I was like, we're reviewing a movie tomorrow that, that kind of is an undercurrent at least. Yeah, yeah, it's not really, it, this is kind of the only scene where that's brought up. Yes, but it does, it's helpful cultural background to know for why... There would be some tension for an yes. English couple. Why these already there. shitty people would be especially it, shitty. Exactly. To... Like that. This doesn't help. Yeah. Know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, fucking. I, I know this is like a, a. What is it like? A historical. I'll, I know Oliver Cromwell himself. Like I don't. I don't. I don't think he actually took away Christmas. But okay. everyone just basically says he did. And they bring up Cromwell in yeah. the movie oh, yeah. a couple of times. Fucking Oliver Crumbs. The Cromwells, like, what the fuck was in the water at their at their place, <laughs> their ancestral home? Because, geez. Oh, yeah. They they complained to Daddy that uh, his shitty-ass kids are, like, stealing their food and, and leaving poop without knifing it in the yeah, toilet. Without poop, without poop and he's, he talks about, oh, he'll discipline them. Uh, I prefer a direct approach. 
and like he he says he's gonna beat them and maya has this hilarious line delivery where they're all just like ah well i would prefer you not beat she your goes, children ah, i don't want you hitting your kids <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a very funny uh line yeah he's he's beating the shit out of he, yeah he's like we sucks. said he's bruising owen kicking him like knocks him down kicks him while they're being shitty to them oh uh she sees owen like looking at her through the window oh, yeah, at one point he's while he's peeping. changing yeah he's peeping a bit yeah um they break a window upstairs and and jamie gets real mad and yells at them and they like they're not intimidated at all they're mm-hmm. just like laughing at him and getting in his face so he goes inside to cool off and maya goes to garden and she sees uh molly the dog mm-hmm. molly the dog yeah there you go yeah, I know it's late. It's getting late. You're getting sleepy. <laughs> and she follows Molly the dog into the... Oh, yeah. And they she... After a while, because when they were at the pub, Neve hit them up one time and was like, so what'd you leave out for the offering today? And they're like, what are you talking about? And she's like... She's like, no, you... you no, have- you really have to do this. And that's when Maya's like, we can't have people entering our house, but okay, I'll do it. And so after that, Maya did start leaving the the offerings for the little delicious people. grocery store liver yeah it's they like brown in that fucking cellophane it's real bad yeah it's like when i would buy uh uh meat in ann arbor from the um uh corner <gasps> village market, corner village corner oh you know i buy meat from village corner it was right by truth and that's where i lived that summer and they had a kitchen and i'd fry that meat up and eat it oh man i i also bought meat from Village Corner. It was cheap. It was yeah. cheap. Village Corner was super it. cheap. We all did it. And that place don't exist no more. That was, that was one of the last places to buy cheap food in Ann Arbor. <laughs> uh, so she follows Molly into the woods and finds like a really cool like row Mm. Uh, amidst all the trees, there's like a yeah, blank row. It looks like when you're drive like on a, a America road trip and you drive through those woods where they were clearly government planted trees. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like New Deal era trees. Yeah, just like a perfect cool. row yeah. of a clearing. And at the end of it is a stone little hut. Mm-hmm. And she goes inside there and Molly runs inside and she's like, I'm not going down there. Yeah, sorry, Molly. There's no, like bones you. and shit. Good dog weird. actor. Great dog Very actor. Very good dog actor. Mm-hmm. Sorry to this dog in a year where the anatomy of a fall dog is having such a uh any other year this would have been your year yeah yeah that's tough (laughs) that's tough (laughs) uh so while she's coming back home she finds owen in the in the woods crying because he's been beaten by he says my da hates me uh my da my da da yeah da uh and she like sympathizes with him yeah and you know, you wanna you wanna be and on Hodor's side, and it's it's interesting because she kind of is giving him a talk that tells him, yeah, you've got to be strong up here, and it's it's sweet, and you think like, okay, and you also you want you want Owen to be good because he's he's Hodor, he's our buddy, you know. But then he says, I really like you, ah, uh, yeah, and he won't let go of her hand. Yep, and then he like starts to uh, uh like go in and assault her. Yeah. And then she screams and it, it, it cuts, cuts away. So we don't know what. Yeah, happened. it cuts to like the treetops. And then and then she's like getting back to the little gate and is all like panicked. Mm-hmm. And she runs. So something happened. Yes. We just don't know what. And she runs inside and. Um, little people killed Owen. Owen's dead. And, and little people uh, came and they, she's, she's describing this whole scene. And he just kind of loses it at this point. Yeah, he t- she takes him out to the woods. And she sees like a little spot of blood, but Owen's body is nowhere. And he's just like, he, yeah, this is, I mean, horror movie husband. He's mm-hmm. not, he's not 
uh, one of the bad horror movie husbands, but this is pure horror movie husband behavior where he's saying, you imagined this. And he also has uh, a moment where this is when he's telling her, you know, do you know how hard it, it is to watch this happen to you as a, a husband and a father? You yeah. Know, this is when he kind of lays those emotions out on the table. And and she's like, why are you yelling at me? You're yelling and punching like I married a nice guy. And he says, yeah, look what that got you. Yeah. So he goes to the pub. Uh, with a Krav Maga book, like yeah. he's reading about how to defend this poor guy. Uh, and since Owen's missing, you know, he, he isn't found anywhere. The other Wayland children storm the pub looking for him and, and just harassing everyone, asking if they know anything about him. And, and they uh, obviously uh, get in Jamie's face. And are like, I don't know if you know something. I don't know if you know where he is, but you know something. Yeah, she's really good at reading him. Yeah, I mean, Killian's like, Ashley can can sniff out liars. Mm-hmm. And she's literally like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he gets so fucking blasted because Neve is like, oh, I'm sorry. She runs the pub, too. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I have another pint on me. And he ends up having to walk back to their house, which, like, they live so fucking far mm-hmm. from even this tiny-ass village. They are extremely remote. Yeah. So while he's... There and then walking home, Maya's by herself at home, and she gets a little visit. A little guy shows up. A little guy <laughs> shows up at the front door, and he's got a bag, and I don't know where he got the bag from. Yeah, it's like a plastic bag, like from the corner store. Yeah, and he drops off this little plastic bag, and, and what, what does he say? He's like, "Mama with a baby." Oh yeah, he sniffs. He sniffs her, and he goes, "Oh, Mama with a baby," <laughs> yeah. and then he runs away. <laughs> Leaving her this bag with Owen's head in it. Yep. They is a little treat. Yep. Just, yeah. It's like a cat bringing you a dead <laughs> yeah, bird. Yeah. She's been feeding them their liver. Yes, exactly. They protected that, her. That literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I love them. They are like weird little cats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this thing is adorable. I love them. They're so cute. They all look different. We yes. see a bunch of them later and they all have different little personalities. Yeah. And some have like huge noses. Some other, have big beards. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some are like taller than others. And get this. They are all practical. They are all uh, little people, I believe, in prosthetics and makeup, filmed against green screens and comped in. Or, well, didn't you or say forced no, perspective? I, I thought that what we were reading was that a lot of it is just in camera. Like there, it's like Hobbit magic kind of stuff. Yeah, it's very cool. It looks incredible. It's pretty. And yeah. they said the only time they applied CG was when they had to like speak. Or, um, like, really emote. But other than that, it's just, like, makeup. It's so fucking yeah. good. They look great. You can, you can tell. That's when, like, practical is so cool. Because these creatures, they, they're wearing clothes. And I think that that's often when you can tell something is super fake. Is, like, fabric is really... Mm. It just, you know, that the physics of... Especially a bunch of different kinds of fabric. Because they all look like they're just wearing a collection of different, like, scraps and shit. Uh, it just it, they they're so cool. Looking. They're they fucking rule, dude. And yeah. they they have their little voices and yeah, they're very very gremlin us. Very gremlin, only like more violent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they they will fuck you They'll up. Fuck dude. you up. Yeah. So when Jamie finally gets home, she shows him the head, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because like okay. Now what? Yeah, like, did you do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is this is something I like about this movie because this is a very good. 
example of, you know, horror movies, you're often like, oh, why don't they just do this? This situation, I don't know the fuck I would do. You can't just take a head in a bag to the cops yeah. and be like, a bunch of little people did it. And she tried taking pictures, but they're kind of blurry. Yes, so, she takes all these cryptid pictures of yeah. the red cap running and away. So like, even before Jamie has a chance to like d- decide, do I believe my wife and yeah. these blurry pictures or like what? This shit comes to a head immediately. The Waylands show up. It's night. He's drunk. The Waylands are there asking about Owen. Daddy's there banging Daddy's on the door. Mad. Daddy's home, dude. Daddy's home. And, oh, man, this is when it's like, oh, this movie's kicking it into gear now. Yeah. Because yeah. the Waylands are... He immediately is just like, well, time to burn the house down. Yeah. They just start busting the windows, breaking inside. He, they step inside. He literally is like, fuck this place up. Takes, like, a torch and is lighting things and then lights the cigar in his mouth and then goes <laughs> yeah, back to lighting the curtains. That is cool. That's the move, though. That's actually <laughs> yeah. pretty fucking cool. Ashley's, like, breaking uh, TVs and shit with a bat. Killian climbs on the roof and busts out their satellite dish mm-hmm. so there's no internet mm-hmm. or reception since it's so rural. So Jamie's like trying to like contact the police and he yeah. can't. Maya's trying to climb out of a window, I think, and she drops the the bag because she's holding the bag with the yeah, head and, and drops Ashley. Ashley sees it. Yep. Looks in there and it it's just fucked. Oh, well, well, Maya escapes. She escapes out the window and runs into the woods. Yes. While Jamie is trying to, like, barricade the doors and, like, he's just trying to survive. Maya takes off from the house, goes into the woods and starts calling out for help. And all while this is happening, Jamie, is he, like, gets caught by Killian Kill, yeah. and, uh, and Daddy. And, like, they're about to murder him. Daddy literally says, kill this guy. Like, it's time for you to, like, kill your first person, son. Like, mm-hmm. and... and, and here, like, it's like the fucking VHS, the like most recent VHS, that family. Oh, yeah, that like, family. It's like time to kill your first person. Yeah, and like uh, as they're breaking in, I think J- Jamie says something about like you can't do this. And uh, Daddy says when it comes to my family, I do whatever I want. And he's very protective of his kids. And even as a moment when Killian dies in a little bit where he's like holding his body and crying and is like, I want, I, I wish I could have told you I was proud of you. And is like, he is a very loving father, despite the fact that he abuses them, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but it's a weird yeah, he's mirror image to Jamie, because here is this father figure who protects his family with this aggression and uh, violence that he also turns on them. And that gets them all killed in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's yeah. Daddy's an interesting character for sure. Cause it's like, does he love his kids or does he love the idea of his kids? You know, mm-hmm. because that's, I think often the case is like, they're just your, your legacy. It's like a selfish kind of thing. You're just, you're passing yourself on to the future almost. And you kind of view kids as like, this is something a man has to, has yeah. to do in life. And also the kind of, last minute regret of I should have been more emotionally open with mm. my especially sons you know I feel like there's like a manliness kind of yeah block there so there's something there even if I can't fully articulate what's going on but mm-hmm. uh it it seems to be like men have feel a pressure to act in a certain way even though by acting that certain way it can make situations worse yeah like so- it sucks having to live up to this very specific idea of what 
manhood is. Yeah. I, I feel bad for boys. Yeah. Lot, you know, they have their own issues, mm-hmm. especially today. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because because Jamie, like, when Killian confronts him, he stabs Killian, and then Killian just, like, takes the knife out and is just, like, ready to kill him, and Jamie's just, like, he starts crying and is like, this isn't fair, like, we just moved here to have peace, like, stop, please. Yeah. And, and he's like, just reduced to tears. Yeah, 99% of people, 90% of men, you're, you're Jamie. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you just, you don't want to be killed by this yeah. scary guy. Uh, but Killian and, and Daddy, they they keep Jamie alive long enough to like because they want to know where the wife is, uh, where Maya is, because mm-hmm. they they figure out she's the one who killed Owen. And but she's in the woods and she says, "I'll give you anything you want." Yeah, she finds the little hut again. Mm-hmm. And she says, "I'll give you anything you want to save us and save my husband," just like Maeve did. Yeah. So yeah, all of a sudden they're torturing. Uh, James, they're like sticking their fingers in his knife holes and oh, shit. Oh yeah, because yeah, he got mm-hmm, like stabbed in the mm-hmm. back. Um, and uh, she gets back and her water breaks right then. Mm-hmm. And Ashley like sees her in the backyard. And Ashley starts fucking wailing on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, is beating Maya. But then you're right. Yeah, the the fire just all of a sudden like goes out. Mm-hmm. There's a little tinkle sound. Mm-hmm. And. A bunch of little guys show up. Yeah, they come in through the the roof hole mm-hmm. and they drop down and they start stabbing Killian. Yeah, they don't kill him, but they they're stabbing no. him a bunch. And what does Killian say? He's like, "What is it? Some sort of monkey?" <laughs> yeah, and Daddy's like, "No, it's wearing clothes." Yeah. And they're like, "Monkeys wear clothes at the circus." Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Because yeah, they don't. And because da- Daddy murders one. Oh he yeah. Fucking busts this thing's head open. You're seeing skull and eyeball, and this it's poor so little. Sad. Guy, guy gets fucking murdered and then Killian kills one too yeah, he fucking gets, put the cleaver yeah, in his head yeah and that was practical too they put a cleaver in a puppet's head that's so cool it's so fucking cool dude yeah uh but don't worry Killian gets his throat slit yeah Killian tries to like run away he like yeah. runs outside gets in the car is all ready to just drive away but there's one in the back seat that just like pops up fucking stabs him once in the neck and then just like Killian bleeds out uh, in daddy's arms and dies. They kill Ashley in the backyard by like saw- they rape apart her. St- it's like it's like Day of the Dead shit in the backyard. They're like ripping apart her stomach. Well, they, they take like a, a, a saw, like a serrated yeah. saw, and stick it in her belly, and then like fucking hack it it's up. It's so gross. And cut her and open. Her intestines yeah, she stands up, and there's like intestines it. coming out and shit. We oh, love it. It's real good. Yeah, and and that then they're like, see what happens to nasty girls. Yeah, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the second of three um, recurrences of the nasty nice girl thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then, oh yeah, D- Daddy ends up uh, confronting them. Uh, Daddy, I think, kills another red cap or shoots it, and so they like carry the other red caps, take the injured one, and carry him off. So it's, it's just down to Daddy and Jamie and Maya. And Jamie stands up and is like, "Let's settle this like men," and just wants to fist fight. And Daddy just shoots him just in the fucking, fucking shoulder. Shoots him. Yeah, just shoots him down. So, but uh, that isn't this when Molly shows up to save the day. Molly does save the day, I believe. Uh, knocks the gun out of Daddy's hand. Yes. Yeah, so then Maya is able. Yeah, because Daddy was just talking about how he ran out of all his live so ammunition. So there's just birdshot, and you have to be real close to kill someone with that. And so Molly knocks the gun out of his hand, and Maya gets the gun, is right next to his face, and she's like, "How close do I have to be?" And just pulls the trigger, and his face. His- 
it blows apart. Yeah, it just dude. disintegrates. It's fucking cool. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that face explodes, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I love that when uh Jamie sees the red caps for the first time, he like starts hitting one, and Maya's like, no, 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 they're helping us. And then what is he? He's like, no hitting. <laughs> yeah, he comes outside while they're like eating. They're Ashley. eating their intestines. Yeah. yeah. And so he like he comes out and he fucking one. starts hitting one with a frying pan, and Maya's like, no, 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 they're helping us. And one of them's like, no hitting, silly Billy. Silly Billy. <laughs> no hitting. Oh, they helped us. They helped no. us. Silly Billy. They're super cute. I They're love them. They're cute and funny and it's great. But she did say she would give anything. Yep. So and she so has. We all know where it's going, right? She has her she baby. She has the baby. And it's it's real nice. They they have the baby. Things are good. The Waylands are and fucking dead. The town's not going to convict them. No. They're, they're all like, we're. You know, someone should have done that a long time. Yeah, ago. it's a small village. We're not gonna tell anyone. Yeah, no, no one needs no to need know what that. happened here. Yeah, yeah. but Redcaps take the baby. Redcaps take the baby, man. And so my and p- fucking Jamie puts on his noise canceling headphones while he's like cleaning up the blood, so he doesn't hear Maya screaming for him. Yeah. So she goes into the woods by herself and goes back to that stone hut, and she goes inside and she goes down there. Yeah. And there's a bunch of Redcaps, and, and then and there's like a weird old lady. Yeah. And it turns out that that's the missing baby. That's Maeve's baby. They was took brought there and raised by the Red Caps and is to be Mother Red Cap. Mother Red Cap. And she's speaking in broken English and she's talking like them. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. the, she's got Maya's baby. And she's they're gonna holding. raise that baby to be the new it's, mother. It's labyrinth. Like yeah. they're gonna. They stole a the baby. They're gonna raise it. So Maya like takes a knife and puts it to one of the Red Caps' throats, just like she did with the intruder in the beginning, and. And all the red cap is like, oh, no, yeah. down there. And she's like, am I a nice or a nasty girl? And then she fucking kills she this kills red cap, red, dude. Yeah. And then she does she kill Mother Red Cap? She fucking sticks her thumbs That's in Mother right. Red Cap's eyes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. She murders the fuck she out murders. of her. <clears throat> And by murdering Mother Red Cap, she turns around with her baby and all the other Red Caps are now bowing bowing. to her. Yeah. They're real excited about her, man. Yep. And so she goes back and like, Jamie finally finishes hosing down the bloody Jeep or whatever (laughs) and goes inside and is like, shit, where's my wife and baby? Not again. And he goes out back and she's standing there. And she's like- Covered in blood. Covered in blood. She's holding her baby. She's like, Jamie, you're just in time. And then it's like raining and then a, a floating skull full of blood. That's right. This fucking skull is so cool. It like dumps blood into her mouth and she's like, uh, and it's like all over her. And then all the red caps are They're dancing, dancing around. in a circle around her being like, mother red cap, yeah. mother red cap. And she's just happy. And Jamie is like. Yeah, okay. okay. Sure. And he starts smiling and laughing with his baby. And it doesn't even <laughs> seem like a... Uh, smile like oh god, fuck. No, I'm he smiling seems... you know he's like, you know what? Yeah, sure. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, they've got protection. She's a, a queen. Yeah, now. they've got a little security squad. Yeah, I bet they can help him do like yard work and stuff. Yeah, you know what? If I had to rank the good for you girl endings of horror movies in term mm. in 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 ranks of how actually good for the girls yeah, it is but like morality yeah so like midsummer's at the bottom like sure, feels yes. good in the moment but now it's, you're stuck with this call is, yeah 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 which is next where it's like 
Uh, it might be good for you, but who knows what this Satan thing? I don't know. Mm. Might not be good. This yeah, is it's that Satan guy. It is that might Satan guy. Be- he might not be trustworthy. This is at the top. We're like, you're all good to go, man. Yeah, I think if you're if they're like worshiping you, because this isn't like you made a deal with them. This is they worship you as mother. They might need some liver, but like, I feel this, like yeah. But at this point, they saw you fucking thumb out some chick's eyes and start worshiping they, you for yeah it. she killed one of them so you know yeah yeah so i'd say this is the most you go girl and yeah <laughs> this fucking rules for them it's, dude yeah it's pretty cool like if you were queen of red i'd be i'd be just as happy as jamie Until, i mean i bet you though, you would what i bet that those little guys would get annoying after a while because do they stick That's around the thing. we don't know if they're gonna do they live. move in yeah do they stick to their their stone hut or was that, were they just living there because that's where the old I'm, Mother Red was? That's the thing was. is those things might be. If they're moving in, that's a different that's, arrangement. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could build them like a little uh, dog house out back. Yeah. I, yeah. Them build them in. a little hut back there. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, that's the one thing that makes me, hmm. Maybe that. Because they're get, like kind of funny, but like they, they, they get, get annoying. Yeah. Yeah. But it would start feeling like the being the Hobbit, you know, where all the dwarves show up and it's like, oh, my God, this is like a nonstop party. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of little guys everywhere. Yeah. And I can't get rid of them. But if they can help clean. Maybe that could offset some of that. Yeah. I don't know. Seemed kind of rowdy. Mm-hmm. That's unwelcome. I love this movie. Yeah, I, I, I really like this. Movie. I just like that. It's different that it's like a fantasy horror, which yes, you don't get a lot. Good balance of creature versus the human story which i feel like i need in a mm-hmm. creature movie or else i just tend to it's got nice out. little bits of humor with some line deliveries and and like enough to like we, we laughed aloud a few times mm-hmm. you know it was nicely interspersed throughout the and then the those practical effects man like you're waiting a long time for the red caps but it's worth it because when they show up it's fucking great there's just a little murderous guy i don't know what now. it is about there being a bunch of little guys like if there's just one you know all right but if there's a bunch of them now i'm interested i don't know why and i like that they can talk in like this yeah they're silly it, little boys it's cute, yeah. yeah i mean they wouldn't make sense for this movie to have a sequel but i would love to see the red caps return somehow. i would like I, I would love to see this like like an anim like a disney tv animated you know like the aladdin show or the little mermaid <laughs> show where it's like a sto- you know yeah <laughs> adventure the story of, of the, the week, week. Yeah. yeah yeah kind of thing and I the know. animation kind of sucks because and- like they just they look so cool they're so funny and interesting and, and violent and mm-hmm. it's i i don't like that this is all we'll get of them is this movie. Mm-hmm. I want more. I want more of them. I I want more of them. They're so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's unwelcome. Wish we could have honored it at the awards, but hopefully this podcast will make some of you check it out, and hopefully you like it as much as us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to check it out. This movie sounds like it kicks yeah, ass. It's yeah. great. I, I really liked like it. it a lot. And then maybe we could honor Totally Killer somehow, too. Like yeah. Maybe give it a kill count or something, because those are two movies that I just want people to see. Uh, cause they're, they're interesting movies, especially this one feels original and, yeah. and fresh mm-hmm. and, uh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Good stuff out there, man. Cool. Um, we don't know what's next, right? Mm-mm. Cause it'll be too early for the, that, um, debriefing award show episode I talked about. Mm-hmm. That would probably be the next one after that. So we'll have something else in the meantime. Mm-hmm. 
and um yes if you ever want to suggest anything twitter's probably the best way yeah at this hit us point. up if you if you have any ideas for a podcast let us know because sometimes we don't know what it is especially right now with uh the the stack of work on top of each other sometimes with the podcast it's like what are we gonna do for this yeah it's like seat of our pants type stuff if there's yeah something going on like the award show or some other big project it's tough but but we do our we are keeping up with the patreon rewards we just record a commentary track for humanoids from the deep humanoids from the deep yep so that that move fair warning that movie does have sexual assault it does by swamp creatures yeah like creature from the black lagoon uh raping women it's yeah so you know that's just, what happened yeah you know a couple of times just so you know that's what that commentary track is yeah just outside of those scenes is a, a fun silly it's, wacky it's movie. a weird it's a weird one <laughs> it is i don't know man and then i was thinking for our patreon hangout uh podcast that we haven't recorded yet i was thinking maybe just talking about video games and our history with them when we played them, what we played, what we play now. Just, talk that sounds fun, yeah. Chelsea can talk about video games. I mean, both of you two. I'll, I'll sprinkle in my like, oh, StarCraft. Oh, Battlefield 2. I played StarCraft. Yeah, OG? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Brood War? Yes. All right, we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of video games, on the 29th of this month, I'm going to be streaming uh, with the charity Special Effect. They're based in the UK. They help provide accessibility devices for disabled gamers. Uh, we're going to be streaming Baldur's Gate 3. And joining us is going to be some voice actors, including the voice of Carlac, which is pretty exciting. Everyone's favorite muscle mommy. Also, I'm going to be streaming this weekend on the 24th and the 25th. For very long hours, it'll probably be like eight or nine hours on the 24th, maybe even longer on the 25th. Uh, I will be playing Sea of Thieves. I'll be streaming it on the YouTube channel because I'm going to be doing kill counting my adventures on the seas. I have rigged up a stream deck to be counters for different uh, ships that I'll sink and players that I'll kill and skeletons I'll kill. I'm also going to be keeping a commendation tracker. And for every commendation I earn, I'm going to do 10 push-ups. So oh, okay. uh, I'm going to make it a fun game that'll go on for way too long. I'm going to be dressed as a pirate. It's going to be lots of fun. I'm fucking excited for this because it's community weekend, which means all your progress and gold are like times two or more. So I'm fucking excited. Maybe Chelsea will hop on for some. some... I think, yeah, I think I'll show up for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I might have people come in and out. Otherwise, I'll be solo slooping. But yeah, so tune in. It'll be on the channel uh, for that. Yep. Yeah. Great. Otherwise... Dead Meat James on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And I'm at Carebeck, C-R-E-B-E-C-C on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want merch, DeadMeatStore.com. Yep. And uh, yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Chelsea. And I'm James. That's Gressel. Thanks, Gressel. And this has been the Dead Meat Podcast.